reason brought me back to the Catholic Church. Well, my own reason. God's grace, I believe, is what nudged and pushed, dragged me. But reason for me was a huge push. Most scholars, whether they are Christian or not, acknowledge that the Gospels are reliable. Now, reliable in the sense, see, they, a lot of them don't agree with the Gospels. They, they don't believe that they reflect all that went on accurately. But they're reliable in the sense is that what, that's what was written down. That's what the Gospel authors wrote. Yeah, not too much argument about all that. Yeah, you get some that'll say, oh, no, no, they evolved over the centuries, you know. But as far back as we can go with the manuscripts, which is really quite a bit farther back than any other ancient piece of literature, and we have thousands of copies of the literature, which is far, 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 far more than any other ancient piece of literature. I think Virgil's Aeneid has 12 copies. And the copy that we have is within several hundred years of the original manuscript. Well, the Gospels are not like that. We have thousands of copies or parts of copies, and they go very, very close to the originals. So, given all that, we can establish that what the apostles wrote down, they intended to write down. Now, let's not argue that what they wrote was truth or not. Let's just say, let's use reason. Let us just say that what they wrote, they had an intent to write, for whatever the reason. Now that said, one can conclude, if the Gospels don't reflect reality, the gospel writers, at the very least, were not very smart. Why would I say that? Well, if your attempt is to convey an impression, propaganda, if you will, the apostle writers wanted to get people to believe that this man, Jesus Christ, was in fact God. That's what, they, that's what they were trying to do. Now, whether they believe it or not, we're not going to argue with that. We're just going to simply say, they wrote these Gospels to convey an impression. The impression was, this guy was God, he died, and he rose from the dead. You can't argue with that. That's really kind of what they did. Now, what their motive is, we'll just leave that alone for now. As I assessed and understood and got deeper and deeper into the Gospels, it, it, it occurred to me, these guys, if this wasn't true, these guys are dumb. They don't even understand the most basics of Propaganda 101. Let me explain. First of all, they very clearly held Peter out as the leader of the group. And Peter's name is mentioned in the Gospels more than all the other apostles combined. In every listing of the apostles, he's first. Now, that's a sign of authority. And they talked about Christ giving him authority. So they, they wrote down that Peter's our man. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. He's the dude. He's the one leading this movement. For whatever the reason, let's, let's not even say that it was a movement to reflect 
the God-man on earth. It was just a movement to, oh, I don't know, rouse up the masses to overthrow the Roman Empire. I don't know, some kind of ulterior motive. Now, if that is so, because that's what non-believers believe. They don't believe that what the Gospel writers wrote was, was realism. They believe they had uh, some kind of intent with these Gospels. In all four Gospels, they wrote that their fearless leader, the one at the very spearhead of this operation, collapsed in front of the lowest of the low. In that culture, a slave girl. Now, wouldn't it be easy just to leave that out? Why have to say it? If you're going to write something to try to convince people of something, and you're going to talk about your leader, don't, don't, don't show him with such awful frailty. Who's going to follow a leader like that? But they did. And furthermore, they had the leader leader, Jesus, scolding, upbraiding their leader, Peter, calling him Satan. Oh, come on. That is really dumb to put that in there. Just leave it out. I mean, what's it take to leave it out? If you want to convince people that your movement is good and holy, um, in fact, don't don't put stuff like that there unless, unless the only reason you'd put it there is because it happened. But if you assume that indeed all of this stuff that they said about Jesus really wasn't true or most of it wasn't true and they were attempting to convey some kind of impression and that's what the non-believer scholars say oh yeah well you know I can't trust the gospels they were just they were just this is this was their movement and they were trying to uh, convey a picture that's right picture of this guy well then why if that was their intent why say the big man peter <laughs> was this impulsive this much of a scaredy cat. Who wants to follow a scaredy cat like that? But there's more. These Gospels report, or they say... See, that's what you would have to say. It, you can't say they report it if you don't think it's true. They say that the first people at the tomb were women. They went there and they found out... Supposed supposedly, that Jesus wasn't there. They went back and they told this to the apostles. Now this is what's reported. In that culture, women were considered emotional and hysterical in terms of their reliability to report. They weren't even allowed to testify in court. Did you know that? So, why would you say, if you're trying to convince people that this guy rose from the dead, that it was women who went there and then were the first to spread the word? Now, don't, don't do it. No, 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 no. You, okay. You let the guys go there. The guys went. Okay? And those guys then said it, because you know, guys are more reliable. Why would you have women say it? That doesn't make any sense. Unless that's how it happened. And another thing. 
these big, brave leaders cowering up in a room, afraid that they too are going to get in trouble and face some of the same stuff that their fallen leader did? See, this is bad. Can you imagine Lenin or Stalin or even someone that's a dictator in one of the Far East countries writing memoirs about how flawed they were? That just didn't happen. They say that history is written by the victors. Well, maybe you could also say that <laughs> that the history is massaged by the victors because, in fact, you don't talk about the weaknesses, the foibles, the sins, if you want to call them that, of your founders. Don't do that. See, the fact that the Gospels were so brutally honest about the founders of Christianity was another piece of evidence. It was logic and reason for me that indeed they were telling the truth.